Blog Talk Radio. up everybody welcome to another edition of sports and the legend along with my co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course William memo what's up mac how you doing hey how's it going man i'm doing good how's everything that's good that's good i glad to have you on the show and um glad to be on the show with you ladies and gentlemen as always on today's show we're gonna um you know we're gonna give our thoughts on you know, Bauer signing with um, the L.A. Dodgers. And, you know, he was, uh, yesterday he was, um, you know, he was finally presented uh, in front of the Dodger faithful. We'll, we'll get into that. Um, you know, we'll we'll give you our, our thoughts and reviews on the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 55, the Royal Rumble that, that went down, um, you know, what was it, uh, over a week ago? We'll give you our thoughts on that. Um, and uh, all the other news in sports and entertainment. But most importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to talk about any of those topics or more, just feel free to let us know at 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So, again, feel free to let your voices heard. Is that a new number? Uh, I feel like the numbers yeah. are changing every every year. <laughs> um, I think it changed ever since last year. Okay. From what it used to be, but okay. yeah, that's that's just the way it is, you know. And a number that definitely changed was the the number of zeros in Trevor Bauer's contract mm-hmm. after he um he basically set a record deal um with. Uh, the LA Dodgers, the defending world champion LA Dodgers. Um, you know, he he basically, um, yeah, he's basically he basically spurned the Mets and signed a slightly bigger contract uh, to to sign with the LA Dodgers. You know, you know the old saying, if you can't beat them, join them, and uh, you know that's what happened with Kevin Durant when he. When he, you know, he took his talents from Oklahoma City to go to Golden State Warriors and, you know, lead the the Warriors to two championships at that at that time. After they won, um, they lost the the NBA Finals that year, after failing to defend their title, which was the first title they had um, since, uh, you know, they moved to Golden State, you know, California. The, the Warriors. Um, what else was I going to say? So basically, Trevor Bauer, you know, he, you know, he, he basically was, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say it like it is, man. You know, he used the Mets. He, he basically was trolling the Mets. You know, he wanted to get the best deal. He wanted to stay home. You know, he was a, a local guy from, from, you know, um, California, the Dodgers was his hometown team. And 
you know, the the rumors for that Thursday night was, oh, he's so close. He's so close to signing with the Mets. He's so close to signing with the Mets, you know. So basically, like I've been telling you guys for weeks, like I've been telling you guys for months, like I've been telling you guys for years and over a decade on this show, you know, until it's official, I'm not believing anything. And as you could see, that's what happened a few years ago with, with Durant, the aforementioned Durant and Kyrie Irving. Oh, they're going to they're gonna sign with the Knicks, you know. They clear up cap space. They had footage of Durant and, uh, and Kyrie Irving talking at that All-Star game, you know. And, and you see Durant pointing his fingers. Oh, no, they got, they got two, two, you know, two stars or whatever he was saying because, you know, people were just thinking what they were saying. And sure enough, he wasn't talking about the Knicks. He was talking about the Nets. So, yeah. That was the New York team he was talking about. So, but what Trevor Bauer did, man, it just it just took it to a whole nother level, man. This dude was playing like virtual footsies with with, or I should say even audible footsies with the with the Mets. You know, he just this dude. He has a new YouTube channel. You know, and he was just he has he a new YouTube like, channel. Least, yeah, he does. He, he's been he you know he was talking to um you know, about the Mets on at least three of the channels. You know, he's talking about, you know, Steve Cohen, the moves he was doing. Like, um, he, he even did a separate video about the Lindor trade with Car- and Carrasco about their experiences, um, you know, about him, you know. Um, oh, this was a with, recent channel. This was in a new channel. This is not no, a new he channel. Created, he created a new channel because, you know, he Recently? Had start, uh, he created it, um, I think, during the off season. Or maybe even prior to the off season, but definitely, I mean, it was a smart idea. You know, he he did it to to you know enhance his brand and engage with with um you know the the ball fans um you know during his free agency and offered a unique you know um, point of view through a a player's perspective you know during free agency. So, mind you, he did, like, at least three or four videos where he just specifically talked about the Mets. You know, he, he talked of, he talked about the, um, you know, the Mets getting Cohen. He talked about the, um, the, the trade that Mets got Lindor, and he was sharing his own personal um, stories about them. I mean, that was, a, a, you know, a good video. You know, he was basically saying how Lindor showed leadership skills about, you know, he went – inside the clubhouse where the the cameras can see and Lindor was privately um, telling him about his behavior, you know, the controversial um, scene that basically led to um, Trevor Bargain traded from the Indians to, um, to, to the Reds where he ultimately um, won the Cy Young award uh, last year, um, you know, in the pandemic shortened season, but um yeah, he did at least three, three or four, four or five videos for sure. He did that video. He did a video about the the top five um, baseball fans. Um, I mean, this guy, he just, he was just, he just couldn't stop talking about the Mets. So it was like, you know, up until that point, it was like, you know, the Mets have to sign Springer. But once he, you know, he did what he did. You know, he just kept talking about the Mets and the Mets fans. They were salivating at the 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 prospect of having Trevor Bauer, the reigning signing award-winning, joining forces with arguably the best pitcher in the game. Even uh, Marcus Stroman in a recent video, um, you know, basically admitted that 
DeGrom is the best, the best pitcher in the game, which I've been saying for years, and it's not up for debate. Even though there is a, a certain Yankees fan, you know, on this show who's been hyping up, you know, Garrett Cole ever since he put on the pink stripes, you know, fulfilled his childhood dream, he somehow, just because he put on the pink stripes, he's the best pitcher in the game. I'll, give, I'll grant you, he is the second best pitcher. He, Garrett Cole is a great pitcher. However, I digress. Back to the back to this thing. So, um, Trevor Bauer, you know, there was rumors that oh, would Trevor Bauer sign with the Yankees? You know, because you know, because obviously, you know, he would sure up the Yankees bullpen, um, you know, starting rotation as well. But however, him and um, you know, Garrett Cole, as UCLA teammates, they didn't um, they didn't um, get along. But according to Bauer, he. He, he didn't. He would have. He wouldn't mind signing with the Yankees. Um, you know. Um, he, you know he would have. He he wouldn't put it past them. You know whatever issues they had. I think he said it was resolved, or you know it wouldn't be an issue. But nevertheless, you know, it went down to the three teams. It was the the Angels, it was the New York Mets, and of course it was the Dodgers. So um, basically, according to Alderson, he thought it was a done deal that they were going to have um, Bauer because he said up to this point, no one's ever turned him down once they came to, I guess in his opinion, he thought it was an agreement. But um, it, so in a, he did multiple interviews with, with, um, with baseball fans, you know, Mets fans and you know, other fans, and he was basically saying that um, that when it came to the, the, the day, when he came down to the, to, to the decision, I think it was like um, the Friday before, the, the Friday before, you know, yesterday, um, since this is a set, right now it's still Saturday, um, and then it went down to the wire, and when, I guess, he didn't say who it was, but, you know, assuming it, the rumor was the Mets, gave him an ultimatum to decide by noon what his decision is. Uh, they never confirmed if that was true or not, but according to Trevor Bauer, um, when it decides he, he was still on the fence from the day on, you know, from uh, that Friday when he made his decision, what he, he was going to sign. So I think maybe even his agent was asking him, you know, like what you're, what you're going to do. And he's like, um, I don't know. Yeah. It went down on January uh, 5th. And basically, the the Mets fans, you know, I was watching some, uh, you know, YouTube channels to see their reaction because they were because there was rumors that the 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 um, um, Bauer was going to make his decision on the fifth, which ultimately he did. And basically, you know, I was watching, the, you know, some of the YouTube channels. They were doing live streams, and basically, you know, you see fans are like, um, oh, look, he, you know. He, you know, um, Trevor Bauer. He's he's sending fans uh, on his website. He's sending fans, um, you know, memor- memorabilia. Oh wait, he took it down off his stuff, and then afterwards, um, it went back up, and then it went off. Then and then it was a Dodger hat that went down, an Angel hat it, that went down, and then I, afterwards maybe that, and then afterwards it might have, the Met one might have came back, and then there was Mets fans coming up with their conspiracy theories like oh you know he might be, he must be coming to us because the Dodgers and the Angels one only had 
you know, Dodger and Angel hats. But the Mets one, they had full memorabilia of what, what he was going to go to. So basically, and then afterwards, then um, then there were some, like, uh, you, know, in, in, you know, MLB insiders were saying, like, you know, he's going to the Dodgers and stuff like that. So then afterwards, uh, apparently in the afternoon, he put up a video where a two-minute video where basically um, he was um, he was basically talking about his this you know his um, decision um, where he was signing with. Yeah, let me see. Uh, let me uh, let me uh, play it for you so you guys can listen to this. This is from Trevor Bauer's uh, YouTube channel. What his decision. Well, right now there's a, a, com- a commercial break, so, uh, you know, there's live TV, you know, I, mean, I should say live podcast, so uh, bear with me a little bit here. Um, we're going to go take a break. Here's his video right here. The uniform is special. It's more than a jersey, a pair of pants, socks, and a glove. It makes you feel something. It's passion, it's pain, it's history, heartbreak, and hope. It's the wide-eyed wonder of walking into a big league stadium for your first game. The static on an old radio pressed against your ear in the bottom of the ninth. The scratchy throat after an intense playoff game. And the desire to do it again immediately. For me, it's 25 seasons of baseball sewn into every thread. Every success perfectly woven together with its corresponding failure. It's the feeling of wanting to give up etched into a number on my back. And every dirt stain is a reminder that I have the strength to pick myself up yet again. This is more than clothing. It's a lifestyle. It's the bond a father and a son forge playing catch in the front yard. It's rehashing every detail of the game with your best friends 162 times a year as you try to wind down for the night. It's a hint of champagne and cigar smoke, being overpowered by frustration, sweat, and despair. The flavor of a hot dog and a cold beer on a warm summer's night. This lifestyle isn't for everyone, but for those who choose it, the rewards are plentiful. It will take your time, tap your strength, and diminish your will. But those debts are repaid in friendships to last a lifetime, experiences you'll never forget, and a chance to accomplish something that's never been done before. The 20 National League Cy Young Award goes to Trevor Bauer. See, last season doesn't matter anymore. Come April, what matters is this team, this group of players, this group of fans, and the name across our chest. This season is about making sure history remembers us as we wish to be remembered. This season is about adding to our legacy. And I can't wait, Dodger fans. Well, there you have it. Trevor Bauer made his decision. Now, if you watch this video on his on his official YouTube channel, here's the, here's the plug there. Um, yeah, he better pay me for for plugging his channel this much, especially after he, <laughs> he played my team. But any but any case. Yeah, if you watch the channel, you know, he in this video, you, you see the Mets fans, subliminally in the fans of the audience, 
you show you you see him um you know the the Mets jersey um you know the the, the his name you know his name in a Met Met jersey back of a Met jersey and then at the very end he says um you know I can't wait to be with you Dodger fans whatever he said you know you just heard it a few seconds ago to paraphrase yeah. what he was saying now mind you he said that he was he um he made his decision literally on that day. He was back and forth uh, with, 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 I guess, the, the agents and the, the, uh, the general managers, what his decision is going to be. In this video, he's wearing, his, he's wearing a Dodger uniform. Like, when did he shoot this, when did he shoot this, this, this video? I mean, either he, he was trolling us, either he shot multiple video, multiple um, scenes where, you know, he's wearing different uniforms or whatever. I mean, I just, and then they just chopped it up and put it on. I mean, other than that, I just, this, I don't know. I, to me, what is my final sense assessment? I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, I'm not Trevor Bauer. I'm not a, a fly on the wall, so I don't know 100% what happened. But if I was thinking my, if I would just do a guess, my assumption was, the rumor was true that he was going to sign with the Mets. He had cold feet. And since he really wanted to be in the, with the Dodgers or any, or, or any L.A. team, especially the Dodgers and the Angels, if he didn't get a deal with them, he would have, he would have just pitched with the Mets, but begrudgingly. And you know what? As much as I wanted him to, you know, he want, I wanted him to be on the team. You know, I wanted him to put that, you know, you know, to have that potential to have one of the best, you know, rotations in the game or potentially even the history in the game. Um, you know, if he, doesn't, if he doesn't really want to pitch here, if he doesn't have the – if he feels he, he can't stomach the pressure of pitching in New York, you know, he made the right decision to, to go to, to L.A., my problem is, is like, dude, like, uh, and according to him, he said he didn't know about the, the social media stuff, the stuff crashing and all, all these things happening. My, my thing is, is like, if he didn't want to come, that's it. I mean, like, yeah, the Mets fans would have been bummed about it. I mean, obviously, you know, you want an all-star player to come on your team, a, a guy who, you know, who's on the up trajectory of his career. Because, you know, prior to 09, you know, his career has been bouncing up and down a little bit. But since 2019, you know, he made a lot significant strides in the, in the upward, you know, um, upwards in his career. Like he, you know, he, he was really fully invested in making himself to be the best possible pitcher he could be, you know. But I just don't like the, I just don't like the whole trolling of the thing. Uh, what, what's your thoughts on this whole thing? I mean, uh, Trevor Bauer is the ultimate troll by far in, you know, in all sports, I think. You know, he led all these teams, mainly the Mets, on a goose chase, which, you know, eventually now has led him to the Dodgers for a contract which was slightly, well, I think he, didn't he take less to go to the Dodgers? But for more, for more years than the Mets, Um, I think. And here's what here's what it was. Apparently, with the Mets, it would have been like forty forty, and forty forty, and maybe 
30, I think the, the, the third year, and he would have had opt-out clauses in each year. With the Dodgers, it was 45 for the first year, 40 for the second year, and then the 17 million in the third year, which 100% he's going to opt out, um, you know, before the, right after the second season. I mean, it's, it, it's, I mean, he even hinted at that in uh, one of the interviews he did that I that I noticed. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, he he's basically gonna do. He's gonna basically be on the Dodgers for these two years, opt out, and then probably sign an extension with them or whoever's the reigning champion at that time, to be honest with you. I mean, and, you know, in fairness, you know, Dodgers just won the World Series, mm-hmm. you know, and right now, you know, they're, you know, they're, uh, they're the hot chick in town, you know, you know, and you want to bang that hot chick. And right now, I guess Trevor Bowerson has a hot chick. You know, he wants to get them in bed. He wants to get in bed with them and, you know, get that ultimate prize. He wants to, you know, get impregnated with them. You know, I like to make comparisons like that because I'm a perv. But I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you said that. But, but, but in any case, oh, I'm but, talking to you, But, yeah, the Dodgers, you know, right now, they're like, you know, the team that, you know, um, that that's on top right now. You know, they're the defending world champions. So, you know, I can't blame them for what for going to the Dodgers. You know, because they have a chance to win the championship again, back to back, and you know that gives them the best chance of getting a ring. So, I guess he 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 thinks um, you know he can get he has a better chance of getting a ring on the Dodgers more so than on the Mets, maybe. Yeah. Um, or maybe like, that was his plan all along to go to the Dodgers. Yeah, I think he was using the, us all along. Um, looks like we we might have a caller here. Let me let me go to the phone. Okay. Hello, caller. Oh, how do you do, sir? Hey, what's hey, up? Caller, how are what's you? your name? All right. Uh, Lou from New Jersey. First time caller, but I've heard about this show b- b- before. Welcome oh, aboard. Thank you for for coming on. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I, I, I have time on my schedule, so yeah. So basically you're talking about uh, baseball now with the Mets. You say, right? I know they made a deal with uh, a potential deal with the uh, Dead Sox, our Red Sox. So I was I thought maybe you had some um, input on that. Oh yes, right. A few days ago they they did a deal um, with Khalil uh, Khalil Hill, um, and yes. uh, they got him from the Royals. He was the uh, the top top eighth pick uh, with the Royals currently until he got traded to the yes. um, to the Mets. Uh, he he has he has a lot of potential. He's a center fielder. Uh, he's a speedster. Mm-hmm. He stole fifty three bases in. Uh, 2019, because there was no minor leagues because of the the COVID. Correct. But he just strikes out too much. So I think it's a good move. You know, he could be a definitely, a, you know, a guy that they could use um, maybe as a fourth outfielder or maybe surprise people if they don't sign Jackie uh, Bradley Jr. Right. Or make a trade. If they – yeah, but uh... – I heard that maybe it's possible that they could make a trade. I'm not saying who it might be, but I did hear that a trade could be possible. Yeah, I think Mets are definitely interested in a trade to get a third baseman, maybe Chris Bryant from the Cubs, maybe package with mm-hmm. Kyle Hendricks or Arreno Suarez from the Reds. 
And then this new trailer that's been popping for the past couple of days is uh, Matt Chapman from the the A's, which would be uh, that would be a yeah, stud move. Yeah. But um, yeah, you're, you're the, the farm that Mets is in the middle of the pack, and that would just destroy their whole farm system. So uh, they're gonna have to be really yeah. really smart what they're gonna do with that. With the, with, uh, well, who, the farm system is a bit of a mess now, anyway. I repeat that. I don't mean the, I don't mean I don't mean the Mets. I mean the farm system for for um major leagues in in general from what happened last year because they're realigning the whole thing and it's down to 120 teams now. So I didn't mean just you know one team's farm system all screwed up. I meant in general. Uh, yeah. Re- re- repeat that last part. The 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 whole sentence. You kind of broke up a little bit. Well, because um. You know, the farm system uh, of the minor leagues, you know, they've broken up into several different divisions, and it's a realignment of 120 teams. Uh, they're, they're, you know, dividing that all up as due to the pandemic last year. So it's kind of messed up. So I thought you meant, I thought you meant, like, because I was thinking that the uh, whole minor league system was all messed up, not just, you know, the Mets uh, farm system. Oh, yeah, yeah. The entire major league, the uh, the, the entire minor yeah. leagues. and. As a result, the, right. the Staten Island Yankees are no longer there, and now the Aww. Cyclones is the the single A instead of the lower A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I yeah, think we really still have the up. Trenton Thunder. Uh yes, I think Thunder's Thunder's is your 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 triple triple A. Beautiful state, beautiful stadium. Oh, no, I haven't been there before. I have, even though I'm about two hours away from that area, but it's a beautiful stadium. Nice. I definitely yeah. should check that out. I mean, I've been to Cyclone games, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't been to any. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess Cyclone, unless they're playing the the Cyclones, I haven't seen any Yankee games. Well, it's hard uh, to get out to Brooklyn. Know. I know. Yeah, true. You can't get that from here. Uh, well, well yeah, you could, but it's always difficult. You could, but it's always difficult. Right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had like, well, I'm up, I'm up north, and the team we fall. Well, we had two teams. We had a team up in Sussex County, which is long gone, and we had, well, we had the Somerset Patriots, and what used to be the Newark Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Independent League. But sadly, that. Yeah, but sadly, that, that team never really, you know, functioned very well. Uh, Newark, that is. I mean, they had a couple of years, mm-hmm. but they they never really, you know, like generated any money, despite the fact they had a very popular mascot. Oh, what mascot did you did you guys have? Rupert. Oh, I I'm gonna have to check them out. Kind of like a kind of like a distant cousin of the Philly fanatic. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming he's a bear since, uh, you know, the team is the uh, Newark Bears. Yeah. So we've had what our. What do you think about the next, uh, chances this upcoming season? I think a lot of people are pushing their luck, thinking that they're going to be contenders in the National League. I mean, you know, last year they really didn't show any promise at all, and uh, I, I don't expect, I don't expect them to be um, contending this year. I think it's going to be a two-way race between Atlanta and I think maybe Philly might creep in, but the Mets, I don't see it, which is a point for my friends and my girlfriend because they're all Mets fans. Yuck. But uh, I don't see it. 
a realistic uh, Mets fan point of view there. <laughs> I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, you're a Yankee fan. Oh. My oh, friend yeah, is my friend Mets fans. fans. Oh, okay. 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 I mean, the the trends. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you do make a valid point. I mean, the the NL East is a real tough division. I think they need to yeah. get one more starter to solidify that role. I mean, their their rotation is, has the potential to be really great. You know, once Syndergaard comes back and if he come back to form, you know, pair him up with Strowman, DeGrom, um, you know, Carrasco. But, um, yeah, I think if they, could, they need to get one more starter, uh, uh, you know, preferably a guy who has postseason success, you know, upgrade on third base, at third base, even though I do like J.D. Davis, but his, his defense is um, streaky, kind of like his hitting. So, um, they def- and then, of course, center field, you know, Springer would have been the perfect guy for them to get, but. You know, it is what it is. He signed with uh, with the, you know, with the um, Blue Jays. That that's a phenomenal offense over there. Mm. That reminds me, where do you think the Blue Jays are going to play this year? I mean, are they going to, you know, because last year they had to go to Buffalo to start, so they mm-hmm. think they're going to stay there, or they're going to find somewhere else to play? Well, I heard the same thing. I, I heard the rumor is is that they're going to really try hard to make them play in Toronto, but. Uh, I haven't heard anything official to say whether or not they're going to still play in Buffalo, but from last last that I've heard is that they're going to try to make them play in Toronto. But we'll see. What well, happens. because the Raptors are staying in, are staying in Tampa for the rest of the season, and you know they're having mm-hmm. their problems getting back to. So I thought maybe you know it was going to be like the same way with the, with the Blue Jays. I thought it was kind of like you know related because they're going through the same problem you know as they are. Even though you can probably walk from Buffalo to Toronto from there, but that would advise it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't. Th- okay, let's see. Um, Blue Jays have a good young team, by the way. They're gonna. Oh, yeah. They're gonna give the, the Yankees a run for their money this season. And yeah, the race. And another thing that helps them is that they're all. Most of those guys are are second generational players. You know, you got BGO. Guerrero Jr., um, George Springer, George Springer, of course, the new acquisition, and then they improved uh, in the the rotation. They got Ryu. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember who else they got. Um, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, but yeah, they've improved them. Them um, Blue Blue Jays, Padres, uh, and Mets. Those are the like to me. Those are the three most improved teams in this this off season. Yeah. Um, but Mets, I do agree with you that the Mets need to do a little bit more to for them yeah. to. The try last to time Toronto did anything, uh, I think the last time Toronto did anything, you guys weren't even born yet. I think the last time Toronto did anything worthwhile, you guys weren't even born yet. <laughs> no, we were born. We were just very young. <laughs> <laughs> I, was my, I was already full grown. <laughs> and I remember yeah, that when they went back to back in ninety two, ninety three. Yes, I remember that home run '93, and I was and I was sick. I mean, sickened by it. I'm like, oh, the, no, the, uh, no, Joe I Carter. Like, no, no, no. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Cut your ball, Joe. <laughs> yeah, touch your ball, Joe. Yeah, well, touch your ball, Joe. You'll never have bigger one than that. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yo. And uh, there's still. I know. I know, saw it live in, co- live in color. 
and I wanted to throw up. Mm. But I, it makes you feel better. They haven't won. They haven't. They they're still waiting for that tree feet, like almost thirty years later. Yeah, I know. We lost to a bunch of birds. Mm. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. But yeah, that team's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're not getting to say as uh, tough as a bird, but. Can but, you um, move for? Oh, I'm a Yankee fan. I've been a Yankee fan since before I could talk. Uh, that's a good. That's good. What do you think about the Yankees' chances this upcoming season? I think it's a runaway for the Yankees. I don't really see much of the AL AL East competing, so I think the Yankees are gonna make a are gonna make a run, and we're due. I mean, it's been a while since we've you know. Bank contenders are going for the uh, World Series. I think this year we may have we may have something. We got a good farm system, you know, it's, it's strong. And even if we're injured, we we still can make up for it with that farm system, just like we did not that long ago. So I wouldn't count the Yankees out by any means. The Red Sox, oh, yeah, yeah they're on a downward spiral. Good. Yeah, I've, I've been saying that for for decades. You could never count the Yankees out, whether it's free agency or in the regular season or postseason, you know, until the Yankees are officially eliminated, um, you can never count them out. I mean, even in this, this in power signing thing, I didn't, I didn't count them out from that. Power. So. Yeah. Of course, uh, 2018 was a fluke because we lost to a bunch of cheaters. So. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah, 2015. Yeah. They, they cheated. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no doubt they cheated. It's It's – Pretty obvious. Well, yeah, they, they, they I didn't know they were related to Tom Brady. Oh no! Oh oh! oh. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I'm no Remember fan of boys and girls. Myself. Remember boys and girls. Always that a cheat. Always a cheat. <laughs> yep. That's my sarcasm. No arguments from me. <laughs> for for sure. That's my sarcasm, gentlemen. Hey, you're in the perfect place. We love we love sarcasm here. <laughs> you should just hear on my show sometime. Uh-oh. You should hear this stuff on my show. What's your show? Plug your show. Okay, it's called Britain. It's called Once a Cheat, Always a Cheat on Saturday. Uh, no, the Enhanced Sports Show. Uh, Saturday's five. Uh, wait, your time zone is what? Uh, repeat that. Your time zone, please. Eastern. Eastern. Okay, good. Aren't you? Just want to be sure, just want to be sure, just in case. Okay, 5 to 7 East Coast time on Saturdays. The number to call is 512-543-4662. Once again, 512-543-4662. Uh, next week on the show, we'll be discussing spring training, uh, see where your, your teams are going to be headed. We'll wrap up um, Daytona because the race is tomorrow. Uh NBA, uh, we did NHL. We uh, discussed NHL tonight with um, who are your surprise teams and who do you think the teams that are completely, well, awful this this season. Uh, we also discussed what uh, what is the NHL doing wrong because all the games are being postponed and canceled and whatnot. So I figured what's, what's wrong. Uh, we did a Super Bowl recap. So we'll have a lot to talk about um, next week because even if it's a lighter – area, we always find something to talk about, even if it's not a busy night or a busy week. So if you got time, call in. It costs you absolutely nothing. 
It's going to be so respect, nerve, nerve, dignity, pride, self-respect, guts, nothing important. And, and what, what's the name of the show? One more time to plug it for, for people to check it out. The, the, in, the Enhanced Sports Show. It's with an E, not with an I. Mm-hmm. Enhanced uh, Sports Show? That can, enhanced, not in, but in, with an E. Uh, with an I. Mm-hmm. Right. We, you know, everybody gets that okay. mixed up, so it, it's, it's nothing unusual. Okay. Cool. Okay. A- anything else, uh, uh, you know, before you head out, anything, anything else you'd like to say? Um, you're, are you, you're a weekly show, uh, or multi, or uh, multiple times throughout the week. Uh, no, just a weekly show. Saturday is at eleven. Well, I'll try to see what I can do because sometimes I'm tied up with uh, other shows because I also do other uh, podcasts for other, for other sources. But if I get a chance uh, next Saturday between eleven and uh, twelve, I'll, I'll join in. But I can't guarantee. Thank you. Uh, you're always welcome whenever you have a chance to come back. Thank, thank you so coming. much. I'll be sure about that. Thank you, Jordan. All right. Check out her show. Please. Enhanced. In, what was it again? Enhanced. Uh, uh, I think it was Enhanced Talk. Uh, enhanced, yeah, with an I. Yeah, but definitely check out the check out his show for sure. Yeah. Thank Thank you for calling. Really appreciate that. And um, yeah, he was. Um, yeah, like he was saying, uh, um, yeah, he must be a mind reader because, yeah, shifting gears, we are going to talk uh, Super Bowl 55. And uh, Oh, boy. Yep, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, lost, I lost money on that. Hey, man, like, I, I was telling you guys, man, don't bet against Brady. And sure enough, he, he, he won again. He proved and, he's the GOAT. Uh, what, what can you say, man? He just came can, came to Tampa Bay uh, his first year and, and won the title, which was his seventh ever. And now he's on a rarefied air with um, with um, you know um, Russell Russell with eleven in the NBA, uh, you know Yogi Berra with ten, and you know very few guys who are on that level of, of winning titles. Yeah, you know, Jordan, of course, um, with the Bulls. But yeah, I mean, you know, and, and to me, I mean, I, I thought Brady was gonna win. I know, you know, what I mean, the only thing to me that was shocking was that it was a blowout. You know, this was the first time in in um, um, Pat Mahomes, you know, young career, Patrick Mahomes' career. That you know he he lost in a blowout, a thirty-one to nine blowout to be exact. Um, of course, Tom Brady won MVP, and the weirdest thing about it, even though it was a blowout, Patrick Mahomes, man, he was he was doing he was doing some like he, like he was making some he made some near plays that that had they would had they would have connected would have been some great plays like you know he had. Guys, um, you know, dropped the ball in the in the end zone. Like, I mean, this he was scrambling, even though he he had like he he had an injured foot. He was scrambling. Like, I mean, this guy. I mean, it was weird. Like, I've never seen someone in a blowout. You know, try to keep it close like that. 
even though he, you know, he, he didn't connect on, he didn't connect on a lot, you know, during that time, but it, it was just, I don't know. I, I'm just surprised it was, a, I'm just as surprised as everybody, I guess, except for Todd Bowles and, and, uh, and uh, the Buccaneers defense that, you know, this was a blowout because yeah, Todd, Todd Bowles, man, he deserved, he deserved co-MVP with, 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 the, with his defensive schemes that he, he, he put on, on the Chiefs. Yeah, no, it's uh, the Chiefs. Um, you know, they play like a team that was unprepared. I haven't seen them play a bad game like that in years. You know, under Andy Reid, I mean, they look as unprepared as you can get, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they couldn't score, and you know, much credit. You know, you got to give credit to the Tampa Bay defense. Mm-hmm. You know, they created a scheme to you know uh, to to double the wide receivers and to cover Kelsey, not let him get any, not let him get open, and you know, put more pressure on Mahomes. And the Chiefs were missing, you know, their starting tackles on the offensive line, but still that was no excuse, you know. Um, Mahomes didn't have much time in a pocket to throw the ball. And, you know, he was pressured a lot. He had to run for his life a lot. Um, you saw him make some throws, you know, that, you know, if if the receivers had caught them, they would have been good plays. Mm-hmm. Probably would have, you know, made it closer, but, I mean, you just got to give credit to Tampa. You know, they came up with a great scheme defensively and offensively. And, you know, Brady played great. Um, you got, also got to give the running back, Leonard Fournette. He had a great game also on the ground. He had like 100-plus mm-hmm. yards. And, you know, when I think about it, you know, I, I I think I was a fool in betting, you know, because mm-hmm. I made a promise to myself. I bet – I. I've betted against Brady in the past and I've lost money and I told myself I'm never going to do it again, but it's just, the Chiefs look so good this season and coming into this game. I just had to, but you know, Brady, I want you. Brady proved me wrong again, but you know, I look at the, t- at the Buccaneers and they had a super team, the Buccaneers, they had a super team. You had Brady, you had Gronk, even though, you know, he's a, not in his prime anymore. Mm-hmm. He could still play, and he's still a big guy to you know defend in the f- downfield. You had Leonard Fournette, mm-hmm. you know, who was like one of the best running backs, you know, a, a few years ago. Yeah, you, you got Mike JPP. JPP on defense. You got Mike mm-hmm. Evans, who's one of the top wide receivers. Godwin, one of the top wide receivers. Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. who on any team could be the number one wide receiver. Yep. You know, you got Cameron Bray, who's like, you know, a uh, uh, good backup tight end. You know, this team is low. Even last year, the Buccaneers were loaded. They just didn't have a good quarterback to lead them. And they got Brady, and, you know, they put all everything together. So I kind of like, you know, I kind of – I kind of, um, I, I, I kind of uh, underestimated the Buccaneers a bit. You know, this is a team that was loaded with weapons. You know, and they got it done. And, you know, much credit to them. And, you know, you have to say that Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time now, you know, if you didn't say it before. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, you have, you, you get no arguments from me, man. This guy is, you can't, you can't, 
you can't stop him, man, in the, in the Super Bowl. I mean, he's now he's what he's seven and ten in the in the in the Super Bowl now. Yeah. And um, yeah, as a result, he you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the first ever team in NFL Super Bowl history to win to win to successfully defend their literal home field. Not not their hometown, but their literal home stadium. What is it? Ray, 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 Raymond, well, let me see what the name of that, that stadium is. And that's another advantage Raymond, if you look at it. Ray, yeah. What was it? Ray, Rayard's Field or something like that? I forgot the name of the, the field. Let me... Uh, and that's another thing. You know, the t- Buccaneers were in at home. They're familiar with their Raymond territory. James stadium, Raydom, Raymond James Stadium. There you in go. In Tampa Bay, Florida. Yeah, which so is Tampa, going to be the home of the WrestleMania. Yeah, Tampa. You know they. Uh, that was another advantage for them. They were at home. You know, mm-hmm. familiar with their uh, with that scenery. So that yeah. was a big advantage to them as well. Absolutely. Absolutely, ha- hands down. It's a shame that wasn't uh, a close game. But his- history was made, nevertheless. And um, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, now Patrick Mahomes, both of his losses in the postseason have been to Tom Brady. So, you know. Uh, oh, and another thing, Tom Brady, he became the oldest player to receive the the MVP award, and uh, he won Super Bowl MVP a record f- five times. And um, uh, Bruce Arians is now the oldest coach in NFL history to win a Super Bowl ring at 68 years old. So congratulations to him as well. So now Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, they got to go back to the drawing board and find a way to get back into this situation and uh, regain their title. I think the Chiefs will be back. I mean, the Chiefs, yeah. you know, they're they're a young, young motor team. team. You know, mm-hmm. Holmes, you know, he's proven that he can get it done. I think they will be back. And I think uh, eventually they'll be champions again. You know, mm-hmm. who knows? They might do a Warriors, a Golden State Warriors, and get, you know, a, a great player to join them. Mm-hmm. And they might even have, you know, they might even have like a Cavalier-Warrior rivalry like they had, you know, in NBA. And you know, like you say, rebound Patrick Mahomes, and this time he'll be facing Brady a year older at 44, and you know we'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, this might be this we this might be legit officially a rivalry now. They they face each other five times, um, career wise in the postseason and in regular season, and now Tom Brady has a uh uh 3-2 advantage against them so yeah i think i think we're going to see those two guys battle it out next year and we shall see you know and if the if both uh, if both are able to get there again mm-hmm. oh yeah, yeah of course it's a long way to go but i think i think we'll have a rematch i know it's early it's too early to say but i think we'll have a rematch and you know we'll we'll see what happens. And Patrick Mahomes, man, he I mean, he, this guy, he, he I don't even think he's he's 25 years old yet. 
All right, he's, he's got a long way to go. But he's a, uh, I mean, one championship already in, yeah. under his belt. I mean, he could be in a number of Super Bowls in the years to come. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's, you know, even though he failed in this attempt, but last year, you know, he, he became the third uh, African-American quarterback to win a Super Bowl after Doug Williams and Russell Wilson. So he's hoping to uh, win it again. Uh, and Russell Wilson, now uh, there's rumors that maybe he might get traded out of Seattle. You know, obviously. Really? Yeah. You, you know how um, Dewan Watson, you know, he's been rumored for the past couple of weeks to possibly get traded to the to the Jets. But I think those rumors died down a bit. And then not to mention his teammate, J.J. Watts. Uh, J.J. Watts got um, uh, released after spending, what, 10 years with that organization. So now he's going to be a, a free agent now. And uh, do you see him going to either New York teams, specifically your Giants? Uh, no, I don't see him going to the Giants. Maybe the Jets? I've been hearing, you know, that could happen. Then Darnold might be out the door. So I, I, I see him possibly going to the Jets maybe. The Jets are going to have to give up a lot for him. Yeah, but, yeah, what about Watt? Do you see him going to, to any Oh, J.J. Watt? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You know, that's a good question. Um, I can't see him coming to any New York team, to be honest with you. I'd agree with that. You know, I definitely agree with that. Uh, I don't see I don't see him coming. I mean, he's not the same player he used to be, you know, in Houston. And and his brother plays in the league too, so yeah, I, I think he would he would join forces with his bro. But um. Yeah, I don't see Watson coming to the game trade to the Jets either. But you know it's a a crazy thing. Um in this in this past what calendar year or so, um there's been a huge exodus from from Houston Houston players going to um other teams. Oh you yeah. Know, you got you got Garrett Cole going to the Yankees, you got um uh I'm trying to think who else. George Springer James going Harden. to the Blue Jays. James Harden trade to the Nets. Uh, what Westbrook um, traded to the Wizards. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Chris Paul getting traded. Um, I'm trying to think where is he now? Oklahoma City, I think now. Or no? Did he get traded someplace else? No, no. Yeah, oh, yeah. He got traded to Oklahoma City, but now he got yeah. traded to the Suns now. Right. As we speak. Um, yeah. There's a. There's a. A bunch of players. I, I just can't. Yeah, just off the top of my head, I, I think we covered them all in recent recent years. But yeah, it's a, a a huge huge exodus. You know, I guess we'll we'll see what happens with with, with the city of Houston rebounding. You know, but um. Yeah, I guess um, think gears. Let's let's start the Royal Rumble. And um, yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a good Royal Rumble. Um, um, yeah, they had some good matches. Um, I, I I would definitely say obviously the highlights would be the the the, the men's and women's Royal Rumble. 
But uh, before that, you know, you had Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler defeating Asuka and Charlotte Flair, thanks to Ric Flair and uh, Lacey Evans' uh, interference, which uh, caused um, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler to regain the title for the second time, the tag team titles. Um, you had uh, Sasha Banks defeat Carmella via submission, and uh, Sasha Banks retains the title. And as a result, she will be facing the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair, after she became the last woman standing when she eliminated Rhea Ripley for uh, the um, for, to gain the number one contendership to choose whether she'll face off against Asuka, uh, the women's champion, Io Shirai, um, barring the events from tomorrow night because there's going to be a Vengeance Day pay-per-view event on Valentine's Day um, later today because now it's 12.01 as I'm speaking. So um, officially, happy Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen, especially the ladies, you know, on this this day. So hopefully you get, you know, a gift, some chocolate or whatever um, you want today because this is your day, ladies. So, again, happy Valentine's Day if you're listening to this. Um, but, yes, yeah, so basically, yeah, Bianca Balor, she's going to battle against um, Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, Io Shirai, NXT Women's Champion, in case of there's a title change tonight at Vengeance Day, uh, Io Shirai is going to be defending her NXT Women's title against uh, Tony Storm. And um, I'm trying to think of who the other person is. It escapes me at the moment. Um, let me see. It's Tony. Okay, let me. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to see who. Who who this is? Who's the third person? I think the third person was tall. I can't remember who it was. It escapes my me at the moment. Um, let me see. What I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Um, I don't think it was. Um, what's her name? Raquel Gonzalez. It's somebody else. I, oh yes, Mercedes Martinez, who was uh, briefly, who was briefly a, a member of. Um, Retribution. Right. Before, um, before she left the group, um, you know, because she uh, apparently behind the scenes she didn't want to be part of it. She, she thought the group was ridiculous, so she reportedly, you know, left. She didn't want to be associated with it, and they thought people thought she was going to get heat for it, but apparently not. So. You know, now she's back at NXT to try to challenge for the the NXT Women's title. And then on the men's side, Edge won the the, the Royal Rumble. And, yeah, I had, like, some issues with um, watching the thing. There was, like, some lag or something. So, um, On our WWE Network? Or maybe I I, I can't remember what happened. I, I think there was... Or maybe I stepped out or something... But on the yeah, WWE so, network? Yeah. So basically I, I can't remember what happened, but I, I whatchamacallit, 
I couldn't see the whole thing, and I think there was a little lag on, on my thing. So when I when I was watching, you know, you know, I asked you, um, you know, did Orton get eliminated? Because when once I got it back, Orton Orton was out of the ring, you know, and he was injured. Right. So then in, in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, Orton's gonna come back. There's no way he's gonna be legit hurt and not come back and and, and try to fight in this thing. So this, you know, watching this whole Royal Rumble, I mean, it was a good Royal Rumble, but I think the women's Royal Rumble was better because it had more surprise, um, surprise, yeah, um, you know, entries mm-hmm. like Victoria. Uh, I think Tori Wilson was there too. Yeah. Tori Wilson, Mickey James popped up, even though technically she's still part of the women's roster, but they've, they've been using her rarely. Uh, Alicia Fox popped up. And then afterwards, the the most surprising moment was our truth <laughs> losing to Alicia Fox, yeah. which basically he he became the first man to compete inside a a women's Royal Rumble match, even though he wasn't uh you know a participant. Lost the title to her, and then he lost the title to um uh, Peter Rosenberg of you know the Michael K show, which he yeah. ultimately lost. The, the, his title, he regained the title back from Peter uh, I think the following day on the Michael K show, so you know, the, basically he had got it back, I think he lost it again I, I'm lo- uh, didn't I he lose that. it to Doug Flutie also? Yeah, um, he did lose it to Doug Flutie <laughs> <lose it> <laughs> I don't even know if he got it back from him I, I really, He did I really get it back from Doug Flutie Yeah, he did get it back? Yeah, he got it back on the beach later on Oh, I missed that, I missed that yeah. Oh my goodness, this guy's won the title like no joke, like fifty times, like more, more than that. <laughs> at least fifty times, like more than that. It looks like. Oh my goodness, it's 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 crazy. Like like they should really give this dude a legit championship opportunity. You know what yeah. I mean? Like this guy has paid his dues. He's a former TNA champion. Like give this guy, give this guy a shot. Like give him a give him a. He only had like one title opportunity, and that was against uh, John Cena. Like. Like in what was it? Oh six or so. Right. Uh what was it? No, wait. Was it oh was it oh six? I think it was oh six. No, 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 it was twenty eleven, I think. When he was doing the little Jimmy stuff. It was probably Capital Punishment pay per view event that year. But yeah, that was it. Yeah, yes, it was it was around that time because he was he that was around the time I think this was just before he, he teamed up with the Miz and then that would later lead up to him team up with the Miz, Awesome Truth against uh a returning rock and uh John Cena at uh, you know, so, so Survivor series that that year. But yeah, man, they should give this guy opportunity, man. It's like, come on. I mean this winning losing one of these titles have no I mean it's entertaining, don't get me wrong. R Truth is entertaining, but come on man. It's a it's it's officially R Truth's title. Everybody else is just barring it. But um, uh, that's you know his title to win and lose pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then Drew McIntyre defeat Goldberg, no surprise there. And it was a, a two minute thirty two second match, no surprise there either because all the Goldberg matches, man, they can't go higher than than five minutes at least. Like all these matches, and there's always like some shenanigans before the matches. And before they officially start, like it kept 
the Kevin Owens versus Goldberg match from like what was it, a year or two ago? Like probably two years ago. But um, yeah, so Drew McIntyre def- defeats Goldberg, which to me I never saw the, the the sense of this match, other than it's the first time they've ever faced each other. I don't know. It just uh, I never was feeling this this matchup. Um, and then you had, um, uh, well, oh yes, yes, um. Roman Reigns defeated Kevin Owens. That was a good last minute, a last standing match for the Universal title. Um, but then, of course, um, Roman Reigns was awaiting to see who he might potentially face. And you know, the 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 what you call the the Men's Royal Rumble was a good match as well. Um, you know, you had Carlito making his surprise debut. You had the Hurricane. Uh, I'm trying to think what other surprise debuts they had also on the men's one. Um, is, it, is that about it? That I can think off the top of my head. That's what I can think I guess, think oh, of. yeah, Christian. Ed, Chris, Christian popped up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Had Right. Christian had, Edge and Christian had the reunion. And uh, and then um, who, who did Edge throw out? Because I think um, – I'm trying to remember who did Edge throw out because – because I think Christian and somebody else got eliminated at the same time. Um, Maybe must have been by remember. Orton. No, no, it wasn't Orton. It was somebody else. Somebody else was was fighting against. I don't I can't. Was it Baron Corbin? I can't even remember. Was and Daniel Bryan still in there? Daniel Bryan was late, but Daniel Bryan got eliminated. Maybe with Christian. Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. I think, or maybe just before Christian got eliminated. I can't remember. So Edge throws out the the last person, and they're like Edge won the won the the Royal Rumble. I'm like this whole time, like where's Orton? Where's Orton? Because I'm like, yo, Orton's coming Wayne out. Friend. Yeah. I'm like, where's Orton? I'm like, where's Orton? Because they're celebrating. I'm like, oh shoot, where is Orton? Because I knew I know Orton is coming is gonna come out. So then, sure enough, Orton comes. I'm like, ah oh, darn, like you know, Orton's gonna win this this. This uh, Royal Rumble, and I think he would be a what three-time winner, which would tie Stone Cold. So I'm like, oh man, Orton's gonna win. And in in the last moment, or in Edge reverse Orton's um, Irish Whip and threw him out of the ring. I'm like, oh yes, you know, Edge won, and Edge became well probably the third person to win number one. You know, outlasting everybody, 58. He he literally fought nearly an hour, 58. Minutes and thirty seconds uh, to 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 be a two-time uh, Royal Rumble winner, and as a result, he will face either. And mind you, this is this is um, depending on the event. That's what's going to happen at the Elimination Chamber uh, pay-per-view event coming up. Uh, so as of right now, he he would most likely be facing Drew McIntyre, and on the SmackDown side. Um, yeah, SmackDown side, he'd be facing uh, Roman Reigns. Um, but of course, um, that also depends who who, who um, because Roman Reigns is gonna is gonna is gonna defeat whoever wins the the Royal Rumble, the um, Elimination Chamber, you know, the Elimination Chamber uh, winner. I got a so, quick, tri- quick trivia question for you. You mentioned that Edge was one of the three. Um, Roy Rumble entries at number one to win the Roy Rumble. Mm-hmm. Who was the other two? Do you um, remember? 
Ric Flair was definitely the, the first to do it. The second one, I think, was Rey Mysterio. Stay final answer. Yes. No, it was Shawn Michaels in 95. Oh, yes. Oh, crap. Oh, man. And Chris yes. Benoit in 2004. No, Chris Benoit, he was number two. Actually, um, let me see. No, no. Chris, Chris Benoit was number one in 2004. Was he really? I thought yes. he was number two. I think he was number two. No, he's number one in 2004. And you mentioned Ric Flair. Ric Flair was number three in 1992. Oh, Ric Flair was 90. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, yeah. So those are the Benoit, Michaels, and Edge are the only three Roman winners to enter at number one. Yeah, I was thinking Mysterio's Benoit, number two in yeah. um, 2006, right? Yeah, right after, unfortunately, when uh, um, Eddie Guerrero won. Right. Yeah. I I, yeah, it. I was thinking. I was thinking Benoit was possibly one or two, but I was pretty sure he was two. And then he, you know, he won the thing. But, of course, unfortunately, the act that he did, you know, eclipsed what would have been a Hall of Fame career. His horrible yeah. act. Mm-hmm. In his last moments of his life. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it was a, all in all, it was a good, um, you know, Royal Rumble match. Yeah. You know. For sure. Um, yeah, I guess I guess since um, um, yeah, I'm wondering if we should do the. Well, I guess it's too late now to do it now. I was thinking about whether we should do the NXT Takeover Vengeance Day, even though it's later today. Yeah, go ahead. You still have some yeah. time. Yeah, I guess I guess we could do that, and then. Move on to um, you know, uh, and uh, you know NBA quickly. Um, yeah, okay. Triple Threat Women's Match: Euro Shirai defending the title against Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez. Um, hmm. I'm just I don't know. Sure I don't know who's. I don't know who's fighting, so mm-hmm. I can't make any picks. All right. So okay, I'll, I'll say Io Shirai, even though Mercedes might be a dark horse. Uh, Tony Storm, uh, I think she's won the NXT Women's Title, but in the uh, the UK version. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Tony Storm won that. Um, the Women's Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Classic Finals match. You got Dakota Kai and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Chassis Blackheart. Uh, I think Dakota Kai and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez is going to win that for sure. Um, men's um, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic match. Uh, MSK, which has uh, Nash Carter and Wesley versus Grizzled Young Veterans, James Drake and Zach Gibson. Uh, yeah, they, they, they pulled up uh, offset upset victory on uh, NXT and they defeated um, Ciampa, Tommaso Ciampa and uh, trying to remember the other guy. Um, I don't know. It's 
with a T. Tim, Timothy Pat Thatcher um, in the main event. Um, hmm. MSK, they just popped up. Um, they, you know, they've been, I guess, in, in independent stuff, popular independent. But I guess knowing WWE, they'd, they'd want a heel to win. So I'm going to say Grizzled Young Veterans uh, defeat MSK. And then this the singles match for the NXT Championship. You got Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. Um, I could see this going I, um, either way. Um, man. Hmm. Okay, you know what? I'm going to... Man. I think I want to say Pete Dunne, even though I could see Ballard def- retaining. Um, and then, last but not least, um, you got the NXT North American Championship. You got Johnny Gargano defending against Kushida. I think Gargano is going to retain the title there, even though he'll have probably have he'll probably have um, uh, Dexter Loomis interf- try to interfere somehow, but Gargano will retain the title. Um. Yeah. Okay. And um. Last but not least, let's let's go to the to the to NBA. Uh, you know the Knicks. I they they've been playing well. They've won I think two straight. They defeated um. They defeated um Houston. No, well, yeah, they defeated Houston on Friday night. And they defeated um the Wizards. Saturday night, uh, final score one hundred nine to ninety one. Um, Randall, he's been you know he's been playing well. Uh, quickly, he had a great game. He was, uh, yeah, Randall. He had uh, twenty two points. Uh, quickly, he had twenty two points. Um, Derrick Rose scored sixteen points, which is was which is more than the fourteen point average he's been scoring as a Nick thus far um, this season. Um, no, I was. Uh, Noel, he he had ten point six rebounds, uh, but the tough story that the the Knicks had was that um, that um, Mitchell Robinson he he injured his 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 hand. I think it was his hand. He you know he he's gonna be gone for the he's gonna be gone for like four to six weeks, and um, yeah, basically you know that. They're gonna need Gibson, you know, to, to step up, and, and Noel to to step up. So as a result, the the, the Knicks bench scored 58 points combined, and and that propelled them for the victory. Uh, what's your thoughts? Yeah, no, Knicks have been balling, you know. Even in their losses, they they're balling. But mm-hmm. and Rose, uh, it looks like he fits in, fits in pretty yeah. well. You know, had a had a pretty good good game today. Quickly is uh, doing great off the bench, even though, you know, a lot of us fans want him to start. Uh, mm-hmm. Toppin's playing good. RJ had an off night. You know, he only had seven points when I looked at the stat sheet. But mm-hmm. um, the Knicks, uh, we're going to miss uh, Mitchell Robinson, you know. We mm-hmm. don't know how long he's going to be out with that fractured hand. Hopefully okay. um, he'll return sometime, you know, um, near the end of the season. Hopefully, you know, by the time we make the playoffs, but um, mm-hmm. or sooner, you know, we'll have to see. But 
Yeah. You know, hopefully you can continue to play well, you know. Um we're definitely um you know, we're definitely this team's definitely exciting to watch. You know, yeah, more absolutely. so than these other Nick teams uh these past years. Yep. A- absolutely. We haven't had a decent Nick team since Woodson was, was the head coach and we had Jason Kidd and Tyson Chandler on the team. Yeah. But, um, yeah, kudos to the Knicks, you know, making the acquisition of acquiring Derrick Rose. And they didn't give up – they didn't give up much. They gave up Dennis Smith Jr., who's, who's um, you know, he's been struggling his career so far, you know, in, in Dallas and with New York. So, apparently when he got traded, um, you know, he was smiling the whole the whole time. So, he got – he got traded to um, – um, uh, I know he got traded in a three-team trade. Um, trying to remember, it, it, he was either traded to the Pistons or I'm trying to think who. I'm trying to think what was the other team that was in that uh, team three-team trade. Yeah, yeah, he's on Pistons. Yeah, he he he's on the Pistons. So. Yeah, well, well, we'll see what happens with that, you know. And basically, uh, you know, the Knicks, they gave up a second pick, Dennis Smith Jr., and, and you know, they didn't even have to give up Milikina, or I didn't think they should have given up Kevin Kevin Knox, which I'm glad they didn't do that, you know. Um, yeah, they could save those if they're going to trade, you know, for like a, a potential bigger trade. I know they're interested in Bradley Beal, and um, I'm trying to think who's the other guy they're interested in. I know they were interested in Zach Levine, but now that they got Rose, even though he's off the bench, I don't think they're gonna go after him. Oh yeah, Ola, Victor Oladipo was the other guy that they they've been they they're rumored to be potentially going after. And um, yeah, we spoke earlier, you know, in this show about um, you know Durant going to Golden State. Well, t- well, uh, Saturday night he went back to Golden State. And he faced um, his old team. Um, yeah, first time. First time, because obviously he was injured uh, the whole year last year, this pandemic year. And uh, the Nets, they won. Final score, 104-94. Um, Harden, he had a, a, a triple-double. I'm trying to um, remember what it was. It looks um, like uh, that trio's playing well together. You know, yeah, better than we thought. Yeah, they had a little hiccup. Um, the, the, the you know that first time around, a little bit, a few games, but yeah, they've been drilling for the most part. You know, they just yeah. they just need to commit more on defense, and they've all acknowledged that. So, um, you know, once they you know they they make a commitment to defense, you know they'll they'll be unstoppable. Yeah, you know, and uh, apparently JJ Redick wants to be traded to. Either either New York teams, I, any team could use his his three point shooting. I mean, well, I mean the Nets are stacked, you know, with their three point shooting with the with the big three, Irving, Durant, Harden, uh, Joe Joe Harris is another three point shooter. So I mean, I'd say he would be more helpful to the Knicks. But then again, um. Their 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 benches depleted by all by the by that massive Harden trade. So, um, any, I hear any, the Knicks are interested in Bradley Beal and Oladipo. 
Yeah, yeah, that's what I just mentioned. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. Mhm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, back to baseball before you know we head out of here. Um, yeah, James Paxton, he um, he returned to the Mariners. Um, yeah, he he returned to, to the Mariners and. Um, he signed a one-year, $8.5 million deal, which with incentives, it could go all the way up to $10 million. Um, Jay Bruce signed with the Yankees, a minor league deal. That, that's a, that's a, a, a good deal for the uh, Yankees if he could, you know, get back his power that he had in the, the Reds. Yeah. You know, that'd be, that could be a good move for them. Um, I'm trying, Rich Hill, he signed... Trying to remember what he signed. Um, trying to remember what he signed. Um, Rest. Where did he sign? I can't even remember now. Yeah, Matt, Har- Matt Harvey. He Matt Harvey. He signed. Um, he signed with the Orioles. Yeah, Rich Rich Hill signed. I can't remember where he um, where he where he signed. Um. So yeah, a lot of the a lot of the guys are are off the off the board right now. Uh, Jake Odorizzi and um, Jake Odorizzi and um, uh, um, Walker, Tyron Walker is the only guys that are you know that are on the market right now. Yadier Molina resigned. Um, Tre- um, what's his name again? What's his name again? Justin Turner. He he resigned with the Dodgers. Um. Yeah, I can't even remember. Yeah, the, the, so there's you know there's some guys off activity. The 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 off season activity is finally starting to pick up a bit. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, you know, with, you know, in this off season. But um. Any any last um, words? You oh, one more thing. Um, congratulations to Lamarillo. He had he, you know the the legendary um, executive um, helped the the Devils win uh, three championships in the '90s and early 2000s. He's now the the Islander um, executive. He won his 1,300 game. So congratulations to him you know, in his Hall of Fame career. And, um, yeah, any any last uh, things you'd like to say before we head out on the show? Uh, well, uh, check out this show every Saturdays at 11, only on Block Talk Radio. And all you guys out there, enjoy Valentine's Day and Single Awareness Day. All right. You heard the man. Come back next week on Sports Urban Legend. Check out the show every Saturdays at 11. Uh, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And um, we'll see you guys next time. And, of course, again, uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you all have a wonderful day later today. So he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm William Mo, And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.